Almeida. And I'm Brandon Aruda. And this is The Breakdown. So, you guys uh, might not recognize us, uh, but we are filling in uh, for Kurt and Luke today uh, as they are on vacation. Uh, we're excited to be here. Looking forward to uh, what uh, we're going to talk about today. Uh, I am the uh, Crown Pastor, uh, so I work with the Junior High Kids, which is 6th, 7th, and 8th, as well as a number of other different things that I do with the children and things like that. So, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, and I'm Brandon Aruda, and I am the United Pastor. I work with uh, high school students, grades 9 through 12. Um, we hang out on Friday nights and really just kind of explore what God's doing in their lives. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So uh, we're uh, about to break down this message, and uh, let's get into it. All right. So this week, Pastor Zach actually t- spoke on uh, Revelations 3. Um, he really took a deep dive into uh, into this just to kind of go over, you know, the letter, this is part of his seven-letter Rampage series. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the fifth uh, letter in the series. Mm-hmm. Um, and it actually started out pretty uh, pretty hot right out of the gate. Yeah. Um, so if you want to kind of, you know, go over what we had. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so the uh, great thing about this message was there was about four messages in one message. So uh, we had a lot of fun looking through this. And uh, so the first area that we kind of started with uh, was when uh, Pastor Zach started talking about uh, the lack of understanding uh, and some conversations that he had had with um, some of the elders and just some of the things that he had noticed. And uh, he really got into uh, just the uh, informational bombardment that we get on a regular basis. I mean, for some of you, this may be like your fifth podcast you've listened to today, and uh, we hope that you get something out of this one. Uh, But there's just so much information that we are being bombarded with, and it's not only bad information or, you know, uh, down information, but also it can be good information. You know, I mean, if you have 25 biblical uh, verses that pop up on your news feed every day, uh, you know, ultimately you're going to start getting comfortable and used to those verses on a regular basis. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, Zach had kind of talked about the overstimulation that we get, just mm-hmm. kind of an assault on all of our senses. It doesn't necessarily have to be bad things that are coming in. Mm-hmm. It can be good things. But if they're coming in so quickly and there's really no time for us to actually sit on them, we just actually kind of don't really fully get the grasp of what God mm-hmm. is trying to speak to us. So we've really like lost the art of like the meditation on scripture and mm-hmm. being able to actually take something in and soak it and see what the Lord is actually trying to say to us. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just kind of one of those things that as social media has progressed and all of these things have kind of, you know, taken off. Um, it's, you know, so much information, so much to take in and it's constant, like just the constant coming at us. Um, and again, it doesn't necessarily have to be bad. It can yeah. be a good thing, but it's just so much taken at once that sometimes we miss actually the real picture of what actually is going on. No, absolutely. And, you know, being part of the uh, like binge culture, you know, I mean, we we just want more, you know, we want more, we want more, we want more. And ultimately, uh, that can be, uh, you know, a bad thing, because if you're just constantly taking in information, you're not retaining that information. It's like an information overload. And uh, we can miss, uh, you know, what the Holy Spirit is trying uh, to speak to us. Um, you know, and, uh, you know, one of the, the one of the stories that Zach kind of talked about um, was uh, uh, Pastor uh, Kamala Mali's dad, uh, where he, um, you know, he prayed that prayer about how he wanted God to break his heart again, you know, even after all the success and after all of the things that he had done, you know, he wanted God to, you know, kind of bring him back to his knees where, you know, he he wanted to be broken again. He wanted to remember the passion and the zeal that he had, you know, for the ministry, for the word, you know, for diving into those things where when you're, you know, full of success and you're, you know, constantly in the word, uh, you know, you can start to, you know, skip over scriptures and, you know, kind of like fast forward. It's like, oh, okay, I've, I've read this story before or I've heard this already. So I'm just going to skip to the end uh, where God really wants to speak to us uh, on an everyday, every situation basis. 
Yeah, definitely. And I kind of, when he was talking about like the information overload, I just thought immediately of like the Bible app mm -hmm. and like thought of how right when you open it up, it has that daily streak of you opening your Bible, but it doesn't really measure like how much you're actually soaking in what you're reading. So you might have a 45 day streak in your Bible, but you can't really remember a minute of what the Lord is actually mm -hmm. trying to speak to you. So it's good to be in your Bible, but it's also good to sit and meditate like we kind of talked about. It's good to take in information, but if you're not retaining that information, then it's really kind of all kind of a, you know, at a loss. Mm -hmm. So I just thought that that was one thing that was really powerful is that yeah. it's good to have the information, but it's more important to actually digest and understand what the information you're getting is. No, absolutely. I mean, we need, you know, we need to, to build that relationship with God by spending quality time in his word and quality time with him, not just checking a box or, you know, opening an app or, you know, completing a streak, um, but really just, you know, not only uh, reading the word and giving time for the Holy Spirit to respond in our lives with that word. So it was good stuff. Yeah, that was great. And one of the the main points that he kind of talked on was the idea of our uh, our you know relationship with the Lord being mm -hmm. like dead versus alive. Mm -hmm. And it's the matter of you know. And for me, it was you know something can have the appearance of being real, but when like at a distance, something that's completely fake can look very real um, until it's actually approached and then examined more carefully. Then you realize it's actually just you know just something that's fake up there. And mm -hmm. he. I brought up a story about, I think it was North Carolina, yep. where they would have inflatable cop cars. Mm -hmm. And, you know, from a distance, if you were front of it, you'd think an actual cop was waiting. So you'd yeah. pump on the brake and mm -hmm. you'd slow down a little bit. No, I would never do that. No, never. Mm -hmm. um, I never speed. Mm -hmm. um, but the 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 sad part of that was he actually told a story of someone who was being pursued. Mm -hmm. um, and she approached the, the inflatable car thinking it was an actual police officer looking for safety. Mm -hmm. um, but when she got up close and, you know, examined it and approached it, it was just the image was, of a cop. It was it just was fake. You know, the, the fake yeah. cop. It wasn't actually someone who was going to bring her safety. So I thought that yeah. was very interesting. No, it's, it's really deep. And I think, um, you know, it really applies to uh, a lot of our lives. You know, I mean, I know uh, growing up, uh, I didn't go to start, like, I didn't start going to church for all of the right reasons, you know, but I was there every Sunday and uh, on the outside, uh, you know, I filled all the boxes, you know what I mean? I checked all of the things. I would read my Bible. I know Zach told the story about how uh, when he was a teenager, he, uh, you know, he would read the Bible because he thought that's what he was supposed to do. And I used to read the Bible every night. Um, but, you know, I didn't allow, uh, you know, God to kind of speak back to me. So, you know, I would kind of read my chapter and, you know, call it a night, go to bed and, you know, never really think anything about it. Um, and so on the outside, you know, things may have looked great, but on the inside, you know, I was truly hurting. Like I was truly you know, I wouldn't say dead, but, you know, I mean, I was, you know, I, I was vaulting. Uh, and uh, I think uh, what's kind of cool about even that story uh, was that, you know, Zach, uh, he, he talked about how a faltering faith in a ditch is better than a phony faith on display. And so I think sometimes we are so um, dead set on uh, being perfect. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, I have to look perfect. I, you know, I, I have to deal with this addiction or I have to deal with this sin before I can really like dive into what God has for me. And that's not what God wants. You know what I mean? Like God wants whatever we have when we have it. And, you know what I mean? He can deal with the pieces. He can deal with the brokenness and he'd rather have a, a real true faith uh, than a phony faith on display, like a faulty cop car where, you know, you think there's safety, but in reality, there's just not. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's for me, it kind of spoiled off like, you know, people are actually now more worried about marketing the faith than oh, they yeah. actually are actually living it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, he kind of mentioned that, you know, the the faltering faith in a ditch is better than a phony faith on display. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, you, you're the people that he said, I believe it's lowercase. He said, you know, you know, help me with my own belief or something along mm-hmm. those lines. I don't know the exact quote. Yeah, the, yeah, the lower, uh, right. lowercase faith. Um, yeah, but, and it's really like the Lord can use that. The yeah. Lord can use a little bit of faith you have, and it could just be to nourish the next person to get them to the next point. Mm-hmm. Um, but having that even faltering faith is better than just marketing something that you actually don't have and yeah. displaying something that you don't have because there's nothing that can come from that because mm-hmm. there's nothing deep down in that. Mm-hmm. The inflatable cop car, there's not an actual cop in there. It's not yeah. going to bring you to safety. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's one of those things that even that small bit that you have is definitely something that the Lord can use and the Lord can work with. No. So um, it's just really cool to think about that if you're struggling or if you're going through something, you're like, man, I just don't know. It's just like, let the Lord use whatever little faith you have mm-hmm. and let him multiply that and let him use that to advance the kingdom a little bit further. Yeah, no, I mean, the the great thing about God is that God wants to use whatever we have, you know what I mean? Like he is waiting for us to respond to him. And, you know, there are people who, you know, we interact with on a daily basis that need Jesus. There are people who, you know, we interact with all the time who, you know, are looking to see Jesus in us, you know, and it doesn't have to be perfect. Like we don't have to say all the right things. We don't have to know all the right scriptures, um, you know, but as long as our faith is true, you know, and we truly show love and we truly show compassion. I mean, that's what the world is looking for. Uh, you know, I mean, Zach said, uh, you know, don't let your faith be a mirage, uh, you know, when the world needs an oasis. And like, that's truly what this world needs. This world needs an oasis. It needs a place of safety. You know what I mean? Unlike those fake, uh, you know, police cars, like they need, you know, real police cars, real places of safety. And Jesus wants to be that, you know, for all of us, like that's his heart, you know, and he wants us to be his hand so that we, we can go out and, and be that difference in people's lives. Yeah, definitely. I think that that was really awesome. The, the idea of, you know, just, we need to be the difference. Mm-hmm. We can't let it just be the fake thing. We can't let it be just the display. Mm-hmm. It actually has to be something. It actually has to mean something to us. We have to kind of sit in that, not just take everything in, but actually understand and sit in mm-hmm. what we're learning and what the Lord is speaking. Um, so it, it's like kind of a very transformational thing that can happen, yeah. but we have to actually sit and let it happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I think that that's really awesome. Was there anything else that you got from this that uh, really stood out to you or? Um, you know, I just, I think, uh, you know, the, this has always been like, this has been kind of my, uh, you know, like my, uh, the thing that I focus so much with, especially with the teenagers, you know what I mean? About having a real faith, you know, having a true relationship with Jesus, because uh, it's so easy, especially as, you know, uh, working with teenagers, it's so easy for them just to show up because, it, you know, their parents drop them off or it's something that they've done their entire lives. You know, they've went through his kids there, you know, on, um, you know, they, they come to church every Sunday, you know, and, and it what, what ends up happening is they end up kind of living out their parents' faith or living out their pastor's faith or living out, you know, their best friend's faith instead of having, you know, a true relationship with Jesus, a true, you know, faith that's built on you know, the meditation of the word and interacting with God. And so I think, you know, it just shows how, you know, instrumental and important it is for us to truly have a, you know, life-changing just encounter with Jesus Christ, you know, not just something that we do on Sundays or, you know, like an app streak that we're completing, but truly having that personal relationship with God, because that's what he wants. Like he wants that personal relationship, that personal, you know, touch with us. 
that I think, uh, you know, when we're just going through the motions and checking a box, we really miss out. And so it's just truly, uh, it's important that we just focus so much on having that relationship and, you know, and truly walking that out as opposed to just, you know, showing up on Sunday because our parents made us kind of a deal. Yeah, absolutely. And I think one of the things that he really emphasized in that was in regards to, I know he said the church picnic last mm-hmm. year, yeah. was the bapto and baptizo in regards oh, yeah. to the pickle. Mm-hmm. And as the actual difference between what bapto and baptizo baptizo actually mean where bapto is you're taking the cucumber you're putting you're dipping it in the Mm -hmm. boiling hot water there's immersion Mm -hmm. but when it comes out it's just clean Mm -hmm. it's not different and i have kids you have kids um they're clean one minute Mm -hmm. and then five minutes later they're dirty right over three minutes exactly yeah Mm -hmm. probably Mm -hmm. um and that's the difference between the bapto and baptizo the baptizo is actually part of the bapto is part of that process but then after that it then gets immersed in the vinegar Mm -hmm. and that's when a chemical change happens it doesn't go back to me cucumber it becomes a pickle yeah um so that's where the we need to be in our faith is that it's not just the you know the hot clean cucumber as he said it's actually changing into the chemical change yeah exactly um it's the actual pickle you're actually having something that is transforming Mm -hmm. you into something totally different Mm -hmm. than what you were before Mm -hmm. so i I really love that illustration um i don't know that i fully sunk in the first time maybe i was one of the people eating full Uh, disclosure i i ate the pickle and had no idea why i was actually eating the pickle i actually didn't know we had a pickle if i'm being completely honest with you so sorry yeah. Um, but that's one of those things where I, I just love the illustration. I no. think reiterating that was perfect. Yeah, no. And, and I think uh, I, like I truly do, you know, I, I understand why Zach was so like thrilled about that message because it's yeah. such a powerful, you know, just example of our faith. Like it's so it's such a powerful example of what our, you know, relationship with Christ is supposed to be like, like it's supposed to be changing you know i mean it's supposed to be something that you know when we go through it we come out different you know i mean if your life still looks like before you accepted christ then you know i mean you've got some work to do um because god wants to change us he wants to change our lives now does that mean perfection absolutely not i mean we've all seen some pickles that don't look great but when we bite into them they taste awesome all right so uh you know i mean when it comes to going through that process um you know it's not a perfect process it's not something that you know happens in an instant, like it's, it takes time. I mean, that the, the pickle has to sit in the vinegar for a while before it becomes a pickle. Like when, before it goes from a cucumber to a pickle, like there's a process there. Um, and we have to trust the process. You know what I mean? We have to trust that God knows what he's doing and we have to allow him, uh, you know, to physically change us. Uh, you know I mean? The God is in the business of internal revelation. And so it's changing or turning a seasonal realization to eternal revelation. Pastor Zach talked about that. Um, Uh, And that's, you know, kind of what this process is, you know what I mean? Like we have all, you know, God wants to breathe, um, you know, visions into our lives. He wants to breathe, um, you know, like plans. He has a plan to prosper us, a plan for good. Um, But there's a process in that planning, you know what I mean? You don't just walk into that um, plan, you know, you don't just walk, it's like one step, oh, I'm done. Um, You know, there's a process there. And, you know, part of that process is sitting in that vinegar and kind of one of the things Pastor Zach said, not like getting out of the vinegar and saying like how far away from the source I can get. You know, and still say, uh, still stay vinegary um, before the process is complete. You know, we have to stay in that process. You know, we have to stay in that baptizo, and um, just you know, trust that what God is doing is going to be awesome. 
Yeah, absolutely. And one of the parts that he said, I think it was toward the beginning of the message, was he talked about how he really um, liked having people who are like Roman Catholic or had a yeah, different belief yeah. because he said that there's everything to learn. Mm -hmm. And it talks about in the first verse, it talks about, you know, the sevenfold, you know, the spirit of God and the seven yeah. stars and you know, about how it's the number of completion. Yeah. And, you know, Jesus, God is the one that holds that. It's not us. And a lot of times we get into the, and he kind of brought it up into like different denominations or different yep. things or, you know, whatever it is that we kind of divide, but we can learn something from them too. Absolutely. And I think that the whole process of like baptizo and it being a pickle is they don't all look the same no um and they all can maybe take different times mm -hmm. different things like that but they're still used they're still having that chemical change and mm -hmm. the lord does that too um but he's the one in control of that yeah. and when we decide that you know we're only going to do that you know we're only going to listen to this denomination we're going to yeah. you know branch off to this um and he actually put it in a way that i've never heard before it's we're not rejecting theology we're actually rejecting jesus because yeah. it's all in his hands and if we're rejecting part of that we are rejecting him as well absolutely um, and I had never really heard it put that way before. Um, and I thought that that was really kind of eye-opening of the fact that this is all in Jesus's hands. Mm -hmm. um, so if I had heard it that way, would I be rejecting Jesus's hand yeah. when it was happening to me? And, I, and obviously not. So yeah. that no, was really cool to me. Yeah, the, I think the cool thing is uh, regardless of, um, you know, like if a cucumber sits in the vinegar long enough, it becomes a pickle. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Like, like if you 10 times out of 10 times, if the pickle or if the cucumber sits, uh, you know, in that vinegar for the allotted amount of time, it will become a pickle. So like, regardless of, you know, it doesn't want to become a pickle, regardless of, you know what I mean? Those things, like it will become a pickle. Um, and so, you know, when it comes to like this, uh, you know, like uh, fractionalization of Christianity, uh, like as long as we, uh, you know, believe that, you know, Jesus died for our sins and rose on the third day and he's, you know, sitting at the right hand of the father, like that's, that's Christianity, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so I think, uh, you know, as a Roman Catholic convert or whatever you want to call it, you know what I mean? I came out of a Roman Catholic uh, background, uh, you know, started going to church when I was 15. And, you know, the first time I saw someone raise their hands, I was like dumbfounded. I'm like, is there like, is he doing an exercise? Like, what is, is there something at the ceiling? Like, I didn't know what was happening, you know? Um, and so uh, like, it's so cool to, I think, see, uh, like God speaking uh, to so many different kinds of people because God wants to uh, talk to us in a way that's going to resonate in our heart. You know what I mean? He wants to talk to us in a way that is going to, you know, we're going to respond to. And that may look totally different to me and it may yeah. look totally different to you and it, it may look totally different to you. You know, God wants to speak to you in a way that's going to resonate in your heart. Uh, you know, and it may look one way to a Roman Catholic or it may look a totally different way to, you know, the people that Pastor Zach grew up with, you know, uh, uh, fighting at the altar, you know, I mean, it's, uh, you know, it, it looks a lot of, it looks different to a lot of different people, but the cool thing is that God, um, you know, he, he, he speaks to us in different ways and, um, you know, what, what may work or what may look different to you may be life-changing to someone else. So, yeah. And I think that's really cool. And, um, Zach had talked about, you know, you know, the, Revival of the Father is yeah. what he called it, and how you know fathers want things complete, and mm -hmm. it's you know the number seven is the number of completion. Yep. Um, and one thing that really stuck out to me was that he talked about hitting the pause button. Mm. Is that you know a lot of us now are at a place where we feel like either we've hit the pause button or somebody's hit the pause button in our life, but the Father really wants to have that sense of completion in our lives, and mm -hmm. He wants that thing to be complete. So He wants to push the play button again. Yeah. He wants us to get back to what we're doing, and you know whether it is you know something you know what you're doing is different yeah. than I'm doing and everything like that. Um, and I just really 
you know, related to that. I think that there's definitely been a point in my life where I kind of pushed the pause button. Mm. And I think a lot of people can relate to that. And we kind of have that hesitation, yeah. um, that, you know, that kind of thing that holds us back. And that kind of gets into the, for me, it gets into the whole, like, do you want things to be real or do you want things to just have the appearance of being real? Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of stuff we have to work through to get there, definitely. Mm -hmm. um, but the faltering faith in a ditch is better than, yeah. you know, a, you know, phony faith on yeah. display. Um, so that was one thing that kind of worked its way through for me is like, okay, it's either going to be real or fake. It's mm -hmm. either going to be, you know, just another thing, just another marketing campaign yeah. or whatever it is, or it's going to be actually a life, you know, yeah. commitment to what you're doing. Yeah. Um, so that was another point that kind of sat with me um, yeah. that I actually have been thinking on this morning too. So mm -hmm. uh, I thought that was really cool. No, and I, and I think, you know, I think that like when you kind of look at uh, Pastor Zach's message on Sunday, that really kind of like over, like that was the over, um, like the overarching arc, like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that covered like the whole thing. It was all about having that real, um, you know what I mean? Like that real relate or that, that real change, you know, that like permanent change, you know what I mean? I think in everything that he talked about, like that kind of like overflowed everything, um, you know, and, uh, you know, one of the, uh, one of the things that like really kind of like, it it hits me every time I hear it was when he talked, uh, at the very end of the verse or, or the, at the very end of the verses where he talks about the, um, uh, like I won't erase your name out yeah. of the Lamb's Book of Life, and like that, just like that speaks to my heart so much because uh, you know, as a, as a kid who kind of came to the the Lord a little later in life. I mean, fifteen wasn't super late, but you know, I didn't grow up with Veggie Tales or you know, like all those awesome songs that uh, everyone else sang. Um, you know, it's like I, I sometimes think like, all right, Lord, am I am I doing enough? And then again, the the Roman Catholic mentality of like, okay, like you know, did I say 10 Hail Marys? Like, am I doing enough? You know, and, and you get this like thought of like, all right, like maybe I'm not doing enough, you know, where uh, the the verse where uh, Jesus talks about like, you know, yeah, you, you know, you save people in my name, you cast out demons, but I didn't know you, you know, I just like, I always get so afraid of that, you know, and then you like, you read, and it's not fear, like fear is the wrong word. Um, but, you know, it's like, I, I can almost uh, start thinking like, okay, like, am I doing enough? And like, that's not what this is about. Like, this is about, um, like knowing, you know what I mean? And changing and, you know, having that relationship where, you know, it's like, you don't necessarily have to worry about, okay, am I doing enough? Like, you know, is there a risk that, you know, uh, you know, Jesus is going to erase my name from, you know, the Lamb's book of life. Um, but because I have that relationship and it's not about being perfect, like it's not about doing all the right things. Yeah. And, you know, uh, it, like, that's not what this is about. Like, this is about that relationship and, you know, Jesus wants, to have that relationship with us, you know, and, and all of these things, like these, these letters were meant, uh, you know, to, to kind of inspire these letters were meant to, you know, be like, Hey, look, you guys are doing great here, but you know, you need to do better here. Uh, you know, and I kind of love, uh, like, I love that, like Jesus is all about, uh, helping us be, you know, the best people that we can be like helping us to, you know, become those pickles because that's ultimately what he wants us to be. Yeah. And I think he said something along the lines of, we don't have to wait for heaven just because we're on mm -hmm. this side of it. Yeah. And I think a lot of us kind of have that mentality of like, oh, mm -hmm. it just has to be the next thing. Yeah. You know, it has to be the next thing. And once I'm there, once I reach this and mm -hmm. it's, you know, it's like, you know, we have the Holy Spirit. We don't have to wait for yeah. heaven, you know, to, yeah. to live out in that freedom. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's something that, you know, I think a lot of people really 
need to hear yeah. is because we kind of have that like chain to whatever it is, you mm -hmm. know, change to that situation, change yeah. to that ditch just because, mm -hmm. you know, we have faltering faith. Yeah. Um, but again, the Lord wants to use that. The Lord wants you to live in freedom and the Holy Spirit and everything that he has given mm -hmm. you and everything that, you know, we, that he can do for us. He doesn't yeah. want you to stay there. Um, maybe you're there now. Yeah. Um, but you'll get out of there. Mm -hmm. I mean, you'll get out of there and you just have to keep pursuing him and yeah. you have to, you know, keep doing that and making it real and, you know, not yep. making it fake. So that the, the not waiting for heaven, uh, until you're on the other side yeah. or not waiting for heaven because you're on the other side of heaven, yeah. I think was really awesome to, to hear. And I think that that's something that that's very encouraging that we yeah. all need to kind of keep meditating on is, you know, we can live in that freedom that yeah. we're going to have in heaven here mm -hmm. rather than the waiting for it. So I thought that was really awesome. Yeah. And, and I think, um, you know, like we, we want to be the type of people who are driven uh, by the spirit, who follow the leading of the spirit, because, uh, you know, I mean, that's like, that's, what's going to make a difference. You know, when we, when we live a life that, you know, is, uh, driven by following the spirit's leading, then we're going to be where we need to be. We're going to, you know, experience the the revelation that we need to experience. You know, I mean, something as, as simple as, you know, asking Jesus or asking the Holy Spirit when you open up the Bible, like, okay, like, Lord, what is it you want me to speak? Or what is it that you want to speak to me today? Uh, you know, what is it you want me to read? Uh, you know, I mean, sometimes just starting, uh, you know, your, your morning devotional with that, it can be huge because with all of these apps and with all of these, you know, streaks, it's so easy just to get into, you know, the everyday, like, okay, like, let me just do, you know, let me do my five minute devotional this morning. Um, you know, but like God wants to prepare us for the day, like the Holy Spirit wants to set us up for success for that day, you know, and when we're led by the Spirit, um, you know, it just makes such a difference in our lives, you know, it just makes such a, um, you know, it, 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 it can start the day on the right foot, you know, and it can set us up for a huge success, uh, you know, in, in, in that upcoming day or week or, or whatever, you know, or even keep us out of a, you know, uh, run into the wrong cop car situation, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the Holy Spirit wants to lead us and direct us and, uh, you know, and help us to become the person that, you know, God is calling us to be. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we kind of talked about this at United. It's kind of come up, I think, in the past two weeks where mm -hmm. it's, you know, you can know everything mm -hmm. like about something or you can like have all the information, mm -hmm. but you don't actually know it until there's a relationship there. Absolutely. And that's what this, that's what this is. You know, mm -hmm. he's imploring us to have that relationship, to make it real, to have all of those things in line. So you can take in as much information as you want. Mm -hmm. But again, if you're not sitting on it, if you're not practicing that yeah. lost art of the meditation yeah. um, and not the yoga type no, meditation, no, no, not that. That. No, no, but really like no. marinating, yeah. like sitting in yeah. that like getting the most out of you know what the lord is trying to give you that's when like the deeper real relationship actually comes mm -hmm. um so it's the the constant like hey even if it's one verse if i'm soaking in on that one yeah. verse that god is really leading me to then the lord is going to do some big things in that and i think that that's so important to remember you know the the quality versus the quantity yeah um, i mean you can read as much as you want you could read the bible in a week but if you're not catching on and you're not soaking it in you'll probably forget it the next month yeah and and you know especially in today's day and age where everything is you know kind of given to you on a, a silver platter you know you've yeah. got you know fast food restaurants and coffees and you know just everything you know ready for you at the touch of a button um you know i think sometimes we forget that we really do need to 
dive in and we really do need to spend time in meditation. And, you know, it's like going to the gym, you know, I mean, you can go to the gym, lift one weight, walk out and, you know, nothing's going to change. You know, you can do that every day for the rest of your life and, you know, maybe a little bit, but, you know, you need to spend time, you know, in the gym, you need to spend time in the word, uh, you know, and because that's where, you know, the growth, that's where the strength, that's where like those things will happen when you really dive in and spend time, uh, you know, in the word being led by the Holy Spirit. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the last thing that, you know, the last verse that this ends on is, you know, whoever has ears must mm -hmm. listen to the spirit. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of, you know, the real thing is like, you have to listen. Like yeah. there is like that idea of, or that concept or whatever you want to call it, that you have to be in tune. We mm -hmm. have ears to listen to the spirit. Mm -hmm. Like we need to do that. We need to make sure that, you know, this letter is being received and thought on yeah. and, you know, really just kind of soaked in mm -hmm. because, again, you can dip yourself in boiling water, but if you're not taking that second step of actually going back in and being immersed yep. in the vinegar, you're just going to be, uh, again, hot, clean Christian, hot, clean hot, cucumber. Clean cucumber. That's right. Uh, yeah. So, uh, that's definitely awesome to me that, that, yeah. that kind of rounds it up that last verse about, you know, you have ears. Yeah. It's time to listen. Yeah. And, like, and, and there's a, there's an aspect of being humble in that, you know what I mean? There's an aspect of understanding that, you know what, like, I don't have it all together. I don't know everything. You know what I mean? If Jesus comes to you and he's like, Hey, you know what? Like, let's work on this area. Don't be like, no, 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 Jesus. I got that. Like, trust him, trust the Holy Spirit. If the Holy Spirit's leading you to give something up or take something on, like trust that, you know, the God of the universe knows what he's doing and, uh, you know, that he's got a perfect plan for you and, you know, humble yourself to that knowing that, you know what, like I'm going to trust uh, Jesus to lead my life and know that, you know, when I try to take the reins, you know, that's when I usually end up not where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. So why don't uh, Pastor Brian, you close us in prayer, my friend? Absolutely. All right. All right. Father God, I just thank you for, uh, thank you for our church. I thank you for Pastor Zach. Um, I thank you for his, uh, his openness to listen to where the spirit is uh, calling him, where is leading him to speak. Father, I just pray for just such a perfect illustration of the, the pickle father for uh, showing us that it's not just a surface thing that it needs to be a chemical change, Father, because anytime we encounter God, it's supposed to transform us eternally, not just seasonally. It's supposed to be something that can last the rest of our lives father i just pray that we can just find time in our day to just sit and meditate in what you're having for us father i pray that you make it real to us i pray that we are receptive to whatever it is you're calling no matter what it looks like or feels like father that we have that intimate and close relationship with you father that can bring us to the next level and can bring us to wherever you're calling us whether we have the you know all the faith in the world father or whether we just have that faltering faith in a ditch you can use whatever it is that we are willing to give you father um i pray pray that we can just continue to move forward uh, individually as well as a church and I pray all these things in Jesus name. Amen. All right. Thank you for joining us tonight. My name is Brandon. My name is Pastor Bill. And this has been The Breakdown.